So my name is Era. Um, I'm a fourth year accounting student at York, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm a fourth year accounting student at York University as well, and I'm 22 years old. And what's your name? My name is Bilal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you are? Uh, hey, guys. Uh, my name is Ahmed, and I'm a third year digital media student, and uh, we're working on Blacktop right now. Yeah, so a bit of a blacktop. What we want to do is gamify every pickup game. So basically make a LinkedIn for a casual sports player where you have a profile, you can compete with others, um, you can see who's available to play a game, challenge them, compete, and um, yeah, basically have all your pickup games gamified. Yeah, and there's also going to be like a leaderboard so you, who, to mm -hmm. see who, who's the best and then to challenge yeah. the guy to take his spot as number one. Yeah. So what was the um, inspiration behind Blacktop? Okay, so like, uh, <laughs> it was like my idea originally. And then uh, I wanted to, because like one of my friends got, like he was a sick player in my high school, but then he had to go like away from us to become like this professional player in Division One basketball. And I wanted like people in like, well, for like people that don't have like social media, like, it's not like basketball known, but like there's like players like in small areas yeah. and I wanted to like recognize them to take them to the next level. Yeah. And what his friend had to do was basically travel all across Canada, go to different tournaments, um, play pickup games that were, I mean, actual games that were um, being watched by like recruiters and like he had to go to prep school and then that's how he's in Tennessee right now. Right? Yeah. And then that costs lots of money, but like, this way I think it's going to be like, for the players, it wouldn't cost that yeah. much. Yeah, and then he can get recognized. I think the only way he was able to go to Tennessee because uh, his big his bigger sister was in uh, the WNBA. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's all about connections to be, uh, you know, and yeah. I feel like that's slightly unfair for people for basketball players or you know pick up players who are you know just very talented in their own field mm -hmm. and the type of connections they don't have, uh, you know, uh, like apart from uh, everyone else who are, you know, who's in that community, who have, who's been established in that, uh, just gives them the connection, gives them the yeah. bridge where they can cross yeah. right. to the other side. And then also like the competitive side of basketball, like say, for example, if you're like the best in Milton, you want to compete against the best person in Mississauga yeah. to see who's like the best overall. Yeah. I think that's like a, that's fun. Yeah. yeah. So you guys are really highlighting and becoming the bridge of like, you know, the whole aspect of, um, or the notion behind like you need to have connections to to make it. Like yeah. you guys basically want to get rid of that, get rid of yeah. that, alleviate that, yeah. and and make it easier for um someone in like Sudbury to like right. showcase how good they are. Right. So yeah. you're really highlighting on the fact that like there's a lot of talent. Right. It just yeah. needs to you know, have some spotlight on yeah. it, right? Um, and also, you're kind of making it fun by, by you know, gamifying the entire yeah. thing. Um, so I think that's pretty awesome. Um, do you get, like, <clears throat> how long have you guys been doing this, actually? Uh, we started in about May. We we're, we had the idea, well, Bilal had the idea in about last year, yeah, September. Yeah, the idea last year, and we executed... Starting in... Yeah, May, the first yeah. weekend of May. It was a Techstar startup weekend. Yeah. And then me and Ahmed pitched the idea, and then we yeah. went into the top, top 10. 10. Friday night, and yeah. then um, we created a team Friday night, 
Um, we worked on our pitch, worked on validation Saturday, Sunday morning, and then Sunday afternoon is when we pitched to the judges, and that went amazing. We won second place, and then we got funding, we got mentorship, we got um, an opportunity to pitch to an angel investor, so we got a nice advisor that way. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So um, where is it at right now? So at this point, we're developing the application. So right. it's not launched. And um, what we're working on doing right now is um, inviting computer science students and high school students to come and um, help with this. And this way, um, so basically, we became a project under Enactus at York. And it allows for us to teach um, computer science students and high school students entrepreneurship. So they get a little taste of like being a part of a startup. And um, that way, like, that'll help us develop this application and they can go on to develop other ideas into applications and see that entrepreneurial side of their skills, too. Mm -hmm. So clearly, you guys have, have a really kind of go-getter mindset. Um, from what I'm hearing, like, it started off as just, like, an idea and yeah, then it yeah. kind of just, like, snowballed out of control, yeah. basically, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, and you guys are now in like kind of like the development phase yeah. so you know within now and like last year it, it's basically been ideation yeah. yeah uh which is kind of crazy because like you you know you have this idea in mind and it's gone so far in terms of like getting funding and like getting things going mm -hmm. on and getting advisors only through the an idea and yeah. you're all you're yeah. doing is basically talking about it yeah. yeah right um which i think a lot of people would often like not even think that right. way that like basically saying how no it needs to be developed before you can get any type of funding which mm -hmm. is clearly not the case since you guys have done the complete opposite yeah. right um i want to talk about like do you guys have were there any you know doubts self-doubts um in in the whole process of kind of getting it going yeah. and even now like you know has there been any For challenges sure. in terms of of continuing uh yes but like whenever we're in like a competition like we can't have any doubt because yeah. like, when doubt creeps in that's when like everything breaks down but you gotta believe in yourself and even, even if there is doubt you still gotta push through and like that's when like things yeah. happen Mm -hmm. And you can, like, pivot, you can change up the doubts, and that allows us for, like, remove those doubts. Yeah, because, yeah. like, we had, like, the, like, our original idea was, like, something else, but we, ha we had to keep on tweaking it to keep on yeah. moving it forward. Mm -hmm. And that's completely fine. You have to be open-minded. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, uh, also how you said that uh, people think that it needs to be developed first to, like, start. Right. Uh, well, we were told that customer validation has to be, like, the first thing. So, like, yeah. even before... Even, like, uh, before you have the physical product, like, ask somebody if you would buy this. And ask the yeah. players, like, is this an issue that you guys actually face? Like, do you face that issue of, like, not having your scores? And that's what we found, like, through interviews, through just, like, going to courts and, like, asking them, like, how do you schedule a pickup game? Like, yeah. would this be useful? Um, and then even asking, like, players, like, how do you, like, track your points, like, over time? And, like, that allows us to, like see that this might be something they need yeah. yeah it really does build the foundation of our application mm -hmm. so you know like we don't have to keep on having a developer uh update the application itself yeah. it's like you know we have all the features and right now we're just you know trying to build hype behind it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like uh, hopefully uh with the red bull basement yeah. university program uh that we're in we get enough media coverage that you know yeah. this starts to pop off and right. starts for sure just yeah. rising 
Yeah, definitely. That's so exciting. Yeah. Um, were you guys always, I guess, like, individually, maybe not so much as a group, like, kind of in the um, entrepreneurial mindset of, like, I want to start something, or did it just mm-hmm. kind of creep up on you and you just kind of rolled with it? So, so for me, like, in high school, I had, like, my own, like, custom, like, printing t-shirt. So, like, I was, <laughs> I was, I was like, buying, like, collectibles and, like, selling them for more. I was always selling, like... Trying to, like, make money somehow, like, buying yeah. and reselling. You were, in, like, in the flip game, Yeah, basically. I was in the flip yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. I want to do it on a large scale with Amazon FBA. But, like, uh, yeah. And then my dad also has his own business. So, I always, I always, my mindset was, like, I want to be my own boss. Even when I did work, I'm, like, like, nah, this is not for me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, For me, it really did creep up. Like, uh, as soon as I joined EDA, uh, Entrepreneurship Development Association in York, uh, it really did push me to be more outgoing and just, you don't actually think that I have a chance of mm-hmm. building a business. Like I never really thought I would be right. You know, like two years ago, I'll be like, Oh, I'm just going to get a, my de- I'm just going to get my degree and get a nice job, you know, nice picket fence. But yeah. Now I need a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> It's nice to be ambitious. I like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for myself, well, in high school, I was like, I, I would go out there and like start up like things that were like we would fundraise for like a cause. And um, I never really thought about um, putting the word out there for like a business itself. But then same for me, like I um, joined the exec team at EDA. And that's when I really realized that like there's more to business than like accounting, yeah. which is my degree. Yeah. And um, you can really like there's resources out there for like help to help you, and then you can get like mentorship advisors, and that like allows you to like go further. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's really fun too. Like it's a good time to like be involved in like all the departments of a company basically right. when you're starting up. So it's been fun doing this. Right. Yeah. Um, what do you, you know, clearly you guys are all co-founders and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. How did you guys find each other? Because I know that, like, I, w- I was talking, for me being a solo founder, um, and I was talking to, I'm sure you guys know Mylene, she's yeah, also yeah. a solo founder. Yeah. Um, we were discussing how, you know, how difficult it is to find people right. with, like, the same vision, yeah. same drive, um, and it's kind of same uh, intentions behind what you want to do. Yeah. Um, how did you guys, like, meet, and how do you, how are you guys, like, you know, so... Uh, in synergy so I met these guys at the exec team for EDA so basically at the meeting we have weekly and um, we started working on this idea at the start of weekend and I think at that weekend we realized that we could like work well together we were like motivated in the same ways yeah, um, but really before passionate. but before that we've been working together for like almost a year mm-hmm. yeah and then we had like the similar weekend. yeah like, we just stuck to, like, the right. goal, and then we have to achieve yeah. it, no matter what. And I think, like, what helped also was, like, planning events for EDA together, yeah. planning, like, different things just for EDA, and that showed us how we, each other, like, works, and what we do well. And then we have, we all have, bring, like, different strengths to the table as yeah. well, too. So there's the, obviously, the talker on the team. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just brought the idea. Right, I'm just, like, the creative guy. Yeah. Right, And right. then all of us together, like, what we have, like weak points all everyone works together yeah. and we become strong in that right sure. no i love it um what is your advice for you know someone that's looking to do something but 
simply just can't take on the the work alone and they need to look for um a co-founder or they need to look for a partner a business partner to kind of help them with with you know what they want to do um you know what what is the advice around that for you guys from you guys yeah so my advice would be like going out to like um commute the community the startup community and going to right. events um maybe pitching your idea see who's like excited about it see who comes out and speaks to you like further about this and um even reaching out to people that you've already work worked yeah. with and that really shows like how they work and you, you already know like what their work ethic is so and finding people that the way. vision has to be like aligned yeah right for sure like you can also find co-founders uh you know closer to home uh people who have the same mindset as yeah. you are in the same uh, field it's uh really crazy that like you know there's a lot of people that are like you but you just gotta look out for it mm-hmm. and it's uh yeah, yeah and a, like a key thing is like both of the co-founders should bring like different strengths to the table yeah right can't, can't like they can't be like too similar because like yeah. i don't think it works so look for people that you know have the skills that you don't yeah right yeah. so they kind of support you Look in, in that sense who are smarter than you right yeah. for sure i think the one thing that comes along with that though is um yes like it's good to go out and look for people mm-hmm. but i think most people um that are in maybe they have a, an entrepreneurial mindset and they want to get started um there's always this barrier uh before all that before the actual starting phase and it, right. even like just talking to people about it there's always this like giant wall right, yeah. um that they might not be able to get over which i can i call that basically fear uh, yeah, of, sure, yeah. of starting or of sure. like talking to someone about it yeah. um they're a little bit insecure about their idea or about themselves and they kind of um they fear judgment of right. others right and and failure mm-hmm. and rejection yeah. um what is your advice for for that I think it's a good idea to fail fast if you need to and um, go ahead, fail, and then you can pivot your idea, maybe come up with other ideas and um, pursue those, and it's okay to fail. I think that's something that people don't realize, that it's fine to fail, but um, before you do fail, there's so much opportunity to get mentorship, get some advisors, places like LOI, um, they provide like mentorship for no cost, and like that's their mission to help yeah. entrepreneurs and even before that like just being in the environment of seeing people like they're starting their own businesses and like uh, that yeah. are your age it gives you more confidence to believe in gives you, right you yeah for sure and it then everyone like once you get started you think people are going to be like no don't do it but like it's it's like a really supportive like yeah. system and everyone's trying to help like one another out. yeah mm-hmm. the startup community is like really like helpful to see like how student, how like not students, even like anybody came up with an idea, took it to a venture, and like now it's like profitable. Right. So it's good to see those um, stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Um, how do you get? What do you guys do to kind of? Uh, I don't want to say motivated, um, simply because motivation is is very temporary. Uh, mm-hmm. for, in my personal opinion, yeah. um, I'm writing a whole article about it. Um, how do you guys stay driven? I'd like to say, like you know. Because I feel that, like, as founders of, of a startup, and this happens I, for everybody that I've talked to that's a founder, is you do get into those times where, you know, energy is very low. You're kind of questioning, like, oh, my God, like, I, I yeah. don't want to keep going. Um, yeah. Or you just, you know, you, the vision kind of gets clouded and it gets, you, you can't see it anymore. Yeah. You can't envision it anymore. Um, how do you guys kind of stay on track or try to stay on track and, and really make sure that, okay, although you know this is a very low time right now um 
you know, there's something bigger at hand mm-hmm. here. How do you guys kind of like get back on your feet for that? And like, what is your advice for yeah. for that? <clears throat> I think we always have like one goal that we try to achieve like per yeah. month. And then even if it takes like a long time, like it's like whatever, like there's no like time like frame that we have. We just know there's the end goal and we have to achieve it, but it doesn't matter like how, how long, long it might we, take. Yeah. It might take an extra week and that's okay. Yeah. Um, another thing I think that motivates us is like maybe like um, being a part of like a team where something like LOI Labs or another accelerator that allows you to like get advice like week on a weekly basis gives you a bit of... Um, gives you different like topics basically mm, every yeah. week to like look into um for example today we have a branding um workshop. call workshop yeah. and um that helps us look into our branding um another week we'll have something about like our mission or right. our um okrs yeah. and um yeah i think like accelerators really help being part of a team yeah. um even your friends they'll ask you like how's it going what's going on with it and then that helps you um get back to it and right. like work on it again i would like to add like definitely do case competitions because i think i mm-hmm. feel personally that really does drive us as a team because yeah. you know we have a certain goal to uh, achieve and you know like we it kind of like hypes us thinking that yo yeah. we gotta we gotta get this done mm-hmm. you know it gives us like a boost of motivation yeah that's what i think right and then once you achieve something you feel good about yourself and then you'll be able to achieve anything that you want right yeah so it's, it's a lot about empowerment yeah, um, yeah. For sure. clearly right um yeah that's amazing i think that everybody can take away that you know really put yourself in the space of and around the people that are kind of doing the similar things yeah. in order to kind of sure. bring you up um which i think is something that you know a lot of people overlook um mm-hmm. is how important it is to be like around those that do similar things um because they'll only elevate you like higher and higher and faster and faster uh right um i wanted to talk about uh competition how do you guys um do you guys place importance on competition it might not even be like about you know i want to beat this guy or like i want to i want to beat this other competitor mainly more about like you know how does competition play into uh really motivating you guys to do more Mm -hmm. um do you guys take importance into that or are you more like i'm just gonna focus on me and me only yeah like you mean like competition like a like like other contest or like competition in your industry within like the um i guess industry but more about like within like the the same niche realm of, oh, of right, your application okay. right? yeah um just to give an example like for me i'm in i'm in design school and, and competition is real yeah. high yeah right um and we as like design students we obviously we support each other yeah. in terms of what we do but low key this is even high key like <laughs> we're, we're extremely competitive with each yeah. other so for me like it's like you know oh man like i love what you're doing and like i want to support you but at the end of the day, I want to absolutely destroy like yeah. you know <laughs> what you're what you're doing, yeah. right? I just want to like you know be yeah. so much better, right? Um, right. So how how is that like? Do you guys ever think about that? Yeah, I think we've thought yeah. about like competitors, and so we had like two thoughts about it. I think, but like you guys can add to it. So one was that like it gives us validation that someone else is also working on something similar. Yeah. And then um, the other thing is that we can. Um, learn from them and maybe even like do better than what they're doing and that can make us do more yeah like, so well. like i think i learned like in like because i was doing like some amazon fba so like mm-hmm. if they have a product you look at the negative reviews 
And then you oh. innovate on the negative reviews to make your product better. That's a Even if there's a similar app, you look at the negative reviews like on iTunes uh. or like whatever. And then uh, you improve, you add those like fixes to your mm-hmm. thing yeah. and then you promote like this is... Like, my app is better than this app yeah. because it has, like, this, this, In this. a lot of pitch competitions, that's something you mentioned when we have that, like, four-quadrant um, um, chart for, like, who our competitors are. Mm-hmm. And what we mentioned is, like, how we're different from the other competitors. And that really allowed us to even pivot. Like, that's yeah. one of the reasons we pivoted. And, yeah, it basically allowed us to say, like, why we're different from other, like, scheduling applications. Right. Um, one thing I want to touch upon on that a lot of people usually ask me that are not entrepreneurial, they're, mo- they're more of like the, you know, um, I just kind of go to school and get my 9 to 5 and, and stuff like that. Um, sorry, should I get that? Yeah, should we pause? Yeah, yeah, it's going to keep going, but oh, it's fine. Okay. I can it's always fine. like clip it and stuff. <laughs> hey guys. Hi. Yo, what's up? Oh, hey, how are what's you? Up, dude? We got this thing? Which thing? Oh, this <laughs> sofa, right? Where is it from? Um, what was I saying? <laughs> uh, right, something about um, learning. So, uh, you know, as I was saying is when people come talk to me, and I'm sure you guys have gone it is that are not entrepreneurial and they're kind of just like, you know, they're your friends, of course, and yeah. like their family members. And mm-hmm. oftentimes I, I often get this question of like, how, how do you start? And how, how did yeah. I start? Right. right? Um, I wanted to get insight on like, like, how did you guys start and how did you learn, like, you know, in the process? Like, did you guys always have knowledge in, in the entrepreneurial space? Mm-hmm. Was it more of, like, a trial and error mm-hmm. learning space? Like, you know, I'm just going to learn as I go. Yeah. Because that was definitely, for me, that was that. Um, when I first started my apparel business, like, a year ago, now I'm pivoting, but, like, a year ago, I didn't know anything about business yeah. and entrepreneurial <laughs> stuff. I was like, I just want to do this and sell shirts. And, like, I didn't know any of the logistics, yeah. no manufacturing, you know, background, nothing. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was a lot of like, okay, I want to do this. Okay. How do I do this? <laughs> right. And then I learned it from that. Um, how is it like for you guys? And what is your kind of advice for people that are a little bit, you know, they feel that they're limited by, by knowledge. Like, I don't know how to do this, so I can't do it. Yeah. Right? I think that was the case for us. We had no idea really how yeah. to like run a business. Maybe you, maybe Bilal did. Okay, but since like, he before, had... but like. What I knew was like buy a product for like cheap and just sell it for money. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that was like a physical product. And then now we're doing like an app. And, and none of us are quarters. None of us are computer science students. So we looked into courses for computer science. We looked into other people that were experts in this and we asked them for advice basically. Yeah. Um before um before Blacktop started, we were part of the EDA exec team, so that allowed us to how to like see how to like work in a team and like how to stay on top of things, but it was nowhere close to, like, actually running a business. Yeah, like, the learning curve is just slow. But, like, yeah. I you think over time, it. you just have to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's always going to be a learning curve, especially when you're uh, doing, like, a service-driven uh, application. Yeah. And, you know, just uh, learning from people who've done it before is a lot helpful. Yeah, and, for sure. You know, it's kind of like bouncing around ideas. Yeah, which is I think that's why you have to be open-minded because you're always learning something yeah. new and you just can't be like just stuck in like... Right. Yeah. You got to be very flexible, not yeah. adamant on one application. For sure. You yeah, just like, got to know that, you know, your application can change or, you know, your venture could change. Yeah. Right. So th- I think the key takeaway is for anybody that's kind of listening and that's really struggling with the whole learning aspect or like the whole... Um, I can't do this because I don't know how to yeah. is uh, seek out 
help, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, and, yeah. and don't be kind of ashamed of that, yeah. um, right? Like, the, there are people out there with, with expertise and skills that yeah. could help you, and you should just reach out to them. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what you guys did, and, you know, it's come a long way. Like you yeah. said, you guys are building an application, but none of you guys are computer science students, <laughs> exactly. yeah. right? Like, that's the funny part, yeah. right? Um, and I think it's, it's incredible and inspiring because... <clears throat> You know, just that sentence alone is uh, people would be like, "What? What are you doing? Yeah. Right? <laughs> right? How can you make this if you if you if you're not a CS student?" Yeah, right? and people go to school for like four or five years to like become a computer science right. person. Um, yeah. So I think the it's it's crazy to me to think that like, <clears throat> well, not not really crazy to me, but like in general, you know. Um, you know, this whole idea of like building an application without having any skill or knowledge yeah. and starting yeah. is, is crazy. It's, it's crazy empowering and like really, really satisfying to read about and hear about. Um, and I think people will take a lot of joy into that. Um, one, one thing that I wanted to touch upon on, um, which I ask literally everybody is what is, and this could be individual or all three of you guys, that, um, it's up to you how you want to respond, but like, you know, what is something that you, okay, maybe we'll do this personal actually. Mm-hmm. What is something that you stick by? Like, and it cannot be moved. Like, you know, this is one thing that you live by no matter what. Um, and, you know, no matter what anybody says, like, there's nothing that can change that way of life of yours. So. Uh, LeBron is the best basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, like, I've been together for, like, the app itself. Is that ball is life? And then it's going to take you, like, places. But, like... Uh, <laughs> Like, but for me personally, like, always be humble and, like, always be open to learn and just, like, give back and then something will be given to you. And mm. that's pretty much it. Just be, like, nice and, like, that's it. Kindness can take you a long yeah. way, yeah. trust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kindness, yeah. Uh, for me, is definitely uh, don't be afraid to try new things. Um, be flexible with basically anything. Yeah. You, you know? have to take some risks in life. Be yeah. like water. <laughs> you know, just, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, for myself, I think um, being open to like learning new things, experiencing new things is really important, and that's how I've gotten to like doing everything I've done in life so far. I've just been interested in it and seen like, oh, it's a challenge. Let me go try it out. Let yeah, me see yeah. what it's like, and just being, just having that open like mindset it really helped. Yeah, and then you know how she said like, if it's a challenge, and then you overcome that challenge, that means like you'll have a competitive advantage over your competitors yeah. as well. So you have to be willing to do that hard thing mm-hmm. yeah. because then you'll be like, yeah, yeah. Speaking, you just mentioned like you have to be willing to to do the hard things. Yeah. Yeah. How important is that? Um, because I feel that, you know, a lot of people, uh, they, they try to take the easy way out all right. the time, right? It makes a lot of sense. Like the the human brain um, is is wired to to do the safe things, yeah. right? It it makes it makes sense, but what what happens with that is you nothing really comes out right yeah. like you just yeah. kind of like go go by and like you know there's yeah. no fulfillment um so as you said like you have to be willing to do the hard things like you know what is your advice for 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 people around like their early 20s maybe late late teens mm-hmm. um that are looking to do something but are you know struggling with with wrapping their head around how difficult yeah. this is a lot of people say about how um if it was <clears throat> If it was easy, a lot of people would have done it already, yeah. and I really stick by that because it motivates me. It gives me a reason to like take on a challenge, and I think it's kind of true. Like if it was easy, people would have done it already. And they say like if you're like starting a company, it's like a ninety percent failure rate or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah. obviously you're gonna fail, but like 
you only fail if you quit so just keep on yeah and like if anything it's a learning experience it helps you learn it gives you yeah just motivation yeah like early 20s the best like age to learn right yeah and get mistakes do yeah. mistakes uh, instead of fail like, you fast know, yeah. yeah 40 yeah and then people like might stop learning when they're like done school but like that's when the real learning starts like yeah like in real life learning like what you have to do to make money and stuff right yeah. right or to I'll, be successful yeah, yeah yeah i love it um one thing uh that keeps coming up whenever people talk about you guys or like you guys talk is funding which i think is incredibly important is you know um a lot of people have ideas like they yeah. they want to get started they want to do this right the probably the biggest thing that 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 becomes a barrier is money yeah. um yeah. which i don't blame them like it is something that we have to we all have to think about right um so you know how did you guys get funding and like you know what is your your advice for for those who are you know looking to do something but need that funding yeah, so we haven't had any rounds of funding yet but um <clears throat> what we've basically done is competitions challenges um we would go to like a we recently well before the summer we went to a social innovation challenge and that gave us a thousand dollars is yeah. that correct so we won over the summer in the past like four months we have won about seven thousand dollars yeah and the only thing that we had to put in the beginning was a forty dollar ticket for texas <laughs> yeah and that weekend we won eight hundred dollars at second place yeah. Wait, that's a nice return of investment nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's all we had to do was just buy we put in ticket. three days and that ticket that was it yeah. um and that's what a lot of people have done for example michelle Raman, i'm not sure if you were at the unplugged event but i was LOL. not no so she was talking about how she raised about a hundred no thirty thousand no she raised like a hundred a hundred and twenty okay so throughout two the last two years of her university um she basically did competitions and she raised a hundred and twenty thousand. Yeah. So it's possible seven thousand should be like nothing compared mm-hmm. to like others. Yeah. There's also different ways of funding through the Canadian government, right? Yeah. We have so many yeah. grants that people are not even aware of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's crazy to me that like why aren't you applying? You yeah. Know, if you're a venture, you should apply. Yeah. If you're under twenty five and still in school, uh, like East City has like this government program that gives you $3,000 to start your business. All you need is like a business plan, which like there's workshops to help yeah, you. Yeah, and like the plan. advisors at your um, city halls, they help you, the business advisors, they help you create that business plan. They give you a template to work through yeah. for your business plan. And it's $3,000 over the summer. So right. it's amazing. Can you repeat that actually? Like who is that from? So it's from the uh, government of Ontario So the or one Canada. that we know or yeah. we are partnered with is uh, One Business. One Business Enterprise Center. Yeah. And um, it's called the Summer Company Program. Yeah. It's all over Ontario at least. I'm not sure about all over Canada, but for sure Ontario. And um, every area, like Juan will have one, um, Toronto will have one, one. Um, they're based out of the city halls in those areas, and um, you apply before the summer, Um, they go through your business plan, one thing that they require is to be profitable by the end of the summer, so as long as you're good for that, um, compared to the others, if there isn't too much competition that summer, um, you should be able to get it, Um, mostly, almost everyone does get accepted yeah um also another way to get funding is like launch yu if you're like in the york region you can apply to uh a program at york university called launch yu and that's over the summer as well and they give you you can win up to like 
seven thousand dollars yeah just through the program i think a lot of universities actually have a kind of like launch program like innovation like i know warley has velocity um you know toronto ryerson have their own thing going on yeah um i feel like there's a lot of resources out there that people just don't know about um and and um this one the launch by you one is available to not just students like especially not just york students we had um students that were like working not students like people that were working we had even a teacher come in and like she wanted to go and like launch a venture so she was part of this program so it's basically not just for students like everyone can be a part Mm -hmm. of these yeah Mm -hmm. so talking on the topic of 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 money um and, and funding um you know clearly like you don't at the beginning at least like you don't need like it's not necessary to spend yeah. out of pocket yeah, um, yeah. because you can get funding from all these other places mm-hmm. yeah. right so I think the one key takeaway for anyone that's kind of listening to this is um, you don't need like it, the immediate thought shouldn't be I'm gonna lose like <laughs> a bunch yeah. of money because there are ways to, yeah. to get it um, so and that's sometimes and then also like the initial like few months you might be in the negatives but like you have to play the long game. Like, yeah. Long right. Game, like, have a plan. And yeah. sometimes you don't even have to spend too much at the beginning. Yeah. Maybe just have your idea, like, validated, um, ready to, like, generate revenue. And that might not even require too the much investment. The only expense that we have right now is that we pay for, like, the website. That's it. Right. Yeah. Which is really not that much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, there's one word that keeps coming up, and that's validation. Yeah. Um, how important is that for you guys? That is the most so, important so thing. Important. Yeah. Even, like... Yeah, that's the most important thing. So validation allows you to see what your actual problem is, like what you're trying to solve. If this is an actual problem, maybe you need to change up the problem a little yeah. bit and you can stay with this, within the same topic, but it allows you to see what your issue is, how you're solving it, and even if your solution is the best solution for yeah. that uh, base. And it's not that, def- it takes time to do validation. Um, you have to have the right questions, the right plan. Um, to go in and see like what their issue is but i think it's so so important because you don't want to be solving a problem that doesn't need solving or you don't want to have a solution that is not really ideal right. to right. that base it also depends on uh t- the target audience right uh, right yeah. who you uh who are you targeting and uh how are you going to market validate to them? Yeah. are you going to do a survey uh are you going to do an interview mm-hmm. uh, are you going to cold call them uh, or email them it really depends right, yeah. right. And at what point does validation become validated for you guys? Um, I feel like it will never be perfect, but we might have um, a base that is really validated. We might have a um, solution that we want to validate, but then within the solution, there might be features that we need to validate. Mm -hmm. Um, We might even uh, figure out a new like customer base through the validation. one thing we started looking into was um, leagues and prep schools, which is something we didn't really think about during the startup weekend. Yeah. And um, yeah, it allowed us to discover new customer bases. Um, one thing that allows us to like really be sure is if we hear it from a lot of people that, yeah, this is a solution. And then even once we have our application ready, we'll be still validating the, uh, the application itself, seeing if it's like, easy to use um if it's not too difficult to find whatever it's needed on the application itself yeah nice okay great so it is coming from like a a bunch of different sources then right um but yeah it is definitely extremely important um this oh yeah there's one more thing that i kind of want to touch on so 
you're all we're all university students here yeah, yeah. um you know we have courses classes schedules uh, things to do yeah. um a lot of people will say like how do you find the time uh you know when you t- it's not very common for you to come up go up to a student and be like hey do you have a business most likely they'll say no yeah. Yeah. um right and and when you do tell them that you know people ask you and you do say yeah i run a business and i go to school like they're probably like wtf how do you even do that mm-hmm. um how do you guys maybe individually um manage your time uh in 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 terms of like balancing school and and you know working a side hustle because i think a lot of people want to know like they want to mm-hmm. understand like yeah. you know they are in school right now and they want to do something but most of the time the excuse is like i i simply don't have time um, and in my personal opinion, um, being, you know, someone that I, I think I'd like to say does a lot of things, yeah. um, there's always going to be time as long as you, you have to like plan for it and make, yeah. and make Definitely. time for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it's not about being, you don't have any time. It's just that you, you got to make the time. Yeah. That's right. Perfect. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. So that's my personal view on it. I just wanted to hear if you guys have any, um, tips and tricks for others that like, struggle with time management or look to better their productivity and and, you know especially if like anybody's in school right now that is looking to do something a side hustle a real like you know full-on side hustle like what is your advice in terms of of balancing all that so i have advice like my time management is pretty hectic but what what helps me is this app called trello where i can write down my goals i want done daily weekly and then i have to get done and i write them off green so you guys can do that or put an agenda because once you write down your goal you're more inclined to do it yeah so that mm-hmm. really helps me out um i also use google calendar google calendar is so amazing yeah. um it gives you notifications you can set up a day before an hour before 30 minutes before and it's helped me so much i'll forget like something i have to do on thursday and look at the calendar and i realize oh i have a two o'clock something yeah. um that yeah. has helped me so much saved me from missing so many things um other than that planning ahead plan the month before like plan your next month's schedule all your things that you need to put in put into calendar and um that way you have it there you know you need to get that done for that day um and then look at it the night before the week before um see what you have planned maybe like tweak whatever you need to tweak and i think just get it done things as soon as you can because things come up and you'll have to end up doing other things so finish your studying as soon as you can um get ready for also tests. with studying like because at York, we have like three-hour lectures, so in class, yeah. just pay attention. Yeah, pay attention. Because then later, then it'll be easier. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> like, you're going classes. to class, just pay attention. That's, yeah. that's something notes. that a lot of people struggle yeah. with. Yeah. yeah. What I want to add on to, it's like, you know, when we have lectures, we tend to put that aside until we have an exam. Yeah. And then we start crunching, like, you know, just a day or two before. Yeah. yeah. What we should do, uh, what a good advice would be just, you know, be consistent with your studies. And set like one or two hours to like you know just for your business which is not a lot we have 24 hours a day Mm -hmm. right and Mm -hmm. it's not that and doing that every day really adds up um you have weekends to yourself um maybe start waking up earlier yeah wake up earlier um go to bed a little bit later yeah yeah so self-discipline and and the hustle is real um i think the thing that you guys are all talking about and correct me if i'm wrong is you you have to schedule um and and plan ahead right you can't just feel like doing it and then do it like it needs to be consistent scheduled and written down um which again like i think is really overlooked uh like the like you were saying well like you know you have you're inclined to do it more if you actually write it down yeah um which which i completely back that up with you know i 
personally write down everything by the hour. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, during this and this hour, I got to do this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, that's, that's great advice. And I think a lot of people bring, get a lot of value out of that. Um, the last question before I wrap up is that I want to ask is, you know, what has been the biggest challenge? Uh, find like it could be it could okay (laughs) it could be like you know personal it could be you know team wise it could be about black top it could be just about life in general um and your your kind of like your entrepreneurial journey um maybe it's balancing school school and and business you know um i think the biggest for me is like just overcoming my own fears because like yeah i'm not like i don't like talking like i like talking to to people but like it's hard for me right so confidence yeah confidence and then by like being in environments, it gives me more like empowers yeah. me to like. To it has do empowered things. me so much just being in that community, um, seeing others speak and like, MC MCing was something that I would have never thought I would do, but like just yeah. seeing others do it, um, practicing and like trying it out a little bit here and there, and it has really allowed me to like do more. Um, yeah. Another challenge I feel I might have was like doing too much i feel like i do a lot but like just choosing what i really want to do and um but like i think trying out everything has helped me figure out what i want to do um what i'm more passionate about and um it's allowed me to experience different things so overall it's been a good learning experience yeah uh for me it would be the lack of consistency right uh i used to not have a tenacity to do anything right uh, it's, it kind of like, kind of got better when I got into EDA, you know, I kept being consistent and I actually want to do something and, yeah. you know, stay focused on it, Con- consistently go back at it and, you know, try to get it done, uh, and just repeating the process and, you know, being goal, uh, goal-oriented, goal-oriented. Mm-hmm. and, uh, I feel like, you know, having goals is just, uh, something i used to not have mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah now it's uh, it's a whole different story you know it's like it's kind of like every day now i'm daydreaming like oh this is gonna happen yeah. <laughs> and, and it's still it's so crazy i'm thinking about it and it happens yeah. right it's, uh, and touching on that part about being part of a team and like having definitely. those goals i think it helps so much to have like co-founders be a part of a community have um people around you just checking in and right. like checking like how things are that going and then also if you don't have a co-founder but if you tell somebody to like check up on you if yeah. you actually did that task then you'll be more inclined yeah mm-hmm. things like advisors and mentors that are helpful that check in ask yeah. how things are going and you feel um a sense of um obligation yeah obligation yeah. to like report back tell them like how you've progressed and like mm-hmm. it's motivated us to like yeah. do more um achieve more things just because we have someone looking at us doing whatever we're doing i think uh, just to touch up on that point before we wrap this up is um a lot of the things that that you just said was was about being account being held accountable, accountable. Yeah. um and one thing that I definitely didn't really think of until now is, you know, asking someone to be like, hey, can you check up on me in yeah. like a few hours and see where I'm at? Right. Yeah. Um, and that alone, like it doesn't, it, it could be just anybody that alone can, you know, spark that, that slight tweak in your head that like, okay, this person's going to check on me in like a couple hours. I yeah. have to show something <laughs> else. Like it's over. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of people can learn from that and, yeah, you know, sure. just being held accountable or like using your friends or like someone to check up on you is such a small thing. Um, 
um, but can deliver you know yeah. insane results. Do a lot. Yeah. And then if people think if they have like nobody that would check up on them, just ask your mom. She'll always check. Yeah, yeah, that's a it's a great yeah. that's actually a good idea. Um, anyways, guys, I think this is like that was like an hour long, so that was really great. Um, super, super inspiring stories and like advice for anybody that would be listening to this, especially like in the kind of like the younger generation um, or like you know. Early twenties, like university student type of vibe, yeah. um, and I think you guys provided like an insane amount of value there. So, yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for yeah, the thanks time. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. Fun. yeah, yeah.